Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello again and welcome to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Uh, hope you're all having a good day. And I'd just like to talk to you about property today. Yesterday, you may have seen that I was out in, in Wales and looking at properties there. And, you know, many of you, you saw my, my broadcast and I, I was looking at properties there for you can buy a property. You can buy a two bed house there for £60,000 and you can get it rented out. And, you know, it's, it's not a bad little deal there. It's an area that's gone up in value. And in fact, I was looking at one of the most deprived areas in the country. This part of Wales is actually one of the most deprived areas in the country. But, you know, you look around, you wouldn't realise that it was deprived because there's no mess there. People look after their properties. It looks clean. It looks um, it doesn't look run down, in other words. And, and people seem to drive reasonable cars. But it is uh, statistically one of the most deprived areas in the country. Now, if you move then to one of the richest areas in the country in Mayfair, you can buy a property which is actually works out at £6 million per room. So £60,000 for a house or £6 million for a room. And in fact, it's the it's the Ritz Hotel. The Ritz Hotel is up for sale at £800 million, which works out at £6 million a room. That's a lot of money. You know, I don't know if you can do a rent to rent on that property. <laughs> I don't think you can do a no money down deal with the owners, the Barclay brothers. But six million pound a room is a lot. So you can have six million pound a room in Mayfair or a 60 grand house in uh, Wales. So which would you prefer? Now, I'm being flippant here, but the Barclay brothers, they're nothing to do with Barclays Bank, by the way. They're, they're property guys who uh, have, have just made an absolute fortune. They're, they're multi-billionaires one of the richest two brothers in the country. And they paid, wait for it, in 1995, they bought the Ritz and paid 75 million for it in, in 1995. And even then it seemed like a lot of money because 1995, there was a big recession, interest rates were high. You know, the country was in the depths of recession and it seemed like it would never end. I had a property that I bought in the late 80s, early 90s. And it took until about 1997-8 until I could sell it for what I paid for it. So it stayed low all of that time. And it took six years or so to recover. So things were pretty bad. Uh, but in 1995, they paid 75 million for the Ritz. And now they could get 800. That's a 725 million pound gain. Or it, it, I mean, they made nearly three, four hundred percent on their money. Now, the Ritz would be considered to be a trophy purchase you know like the sultan of brunei i think he bought the dorchester and other very super wealthy people who buy hotels always like a trophy purchase i'm not sure if it's a good deal so if you're thinking of going for it i think it's, it's a little bit overpriced but then who knows in 10 years time it might sell for two billion who who knows but ordinary investors need more of a good return on their money you know, people can buy properties with little or no money down. So if you if you want to get into property, let me know and we can put you in touch with people who can maybe source properties for you in different parts of the country. Or you can go on uh, courses to learn how to to buy property with no money down. There was a course today, a free seminar, free taster seminar. Uh, a couple of my con contacts went along there and that they really found it fascinating that 
you know, it's opened their mind to the fact that you, you can get properties either no money down or maybe putting your money in and getting it out again through refinancing called, you know, rinse and repeat. That's buy the, the BRR, the buy, refurbish and refinance method where you can end up with a property with none of your own money in or just a little bit of your own money in. And then the, the income you get, it's like a perpetual return on your money. You're just getting infinite returns on that money with, with no money in. Normally, when you think of, you know, putting a £100 in the bank, you get, you know, quarter percent interest on that on that money. What's that, like a 25 pence or something? And that, that money is still sitting there for years and years and years, losing money against inflation. You can buy properties where you put your money in, you get your money out, or you maybe you get someone else to put their money in and, you know, you refinance later on. And then the income that you, you've left with, you're still left with rental income. That's like an infinite return because you've got no money in there. You're, you're earning money on money that you haven't put in, if you know what I mean. That, that's what I would call an infinite return. And lots of business is done in, in the business world with other people's money. I was explaining yesterday, a few days ago that banks are financing football teams to buy players, that they're financing tours of pop stars. Companies are going onto the stock market and raising billions in a day for their businesses from, from shareholders. So there's lots of people are using other people's money strategies. They've been around for centuries. Other people's money has been around for, for literally centuries where people have used other people's money to, to finance anything from the exploration days of Columbus, which was financed by a Spanish king to go and find gold in the Americas. From these things, you know, he, he financed the ships and so on. So in, in your way, as a small investor, if you, if you think, well, I've got ideas, I've got energy to go and find properties, I can find properties, but I haven't got the money to do it, then use some of these strategies, these no money down strategies. If you're interested, let me know. You can you can contact me at charles at charleskelly.net or through my, my Facebook page. And I want to talk about the word of the day. Oh, before I do that, obviously, there's a bit of turmoil in the markets at the moment due to this potential war in, in Syria with Turkey invading Syria to create what they call a buffer zone. I don't know why they can't create a buffer zone partly in their own land. They're going to go 20 miles into Syria just to create this buffer uh, but that's going to destabilize the market. There's still Brexit fears. There's still trade wars going on. So the markets are looking a, bit, a little bit shaky still at the moment. And, you know, it's something like a war in the Middle East that has nothing to do with daily business in the UK or daily business in, in the US can just trigger off a recession. They can literally trigger off a loss in confidence, uh, a withdrawal of business funding and investment, and which can cause a downward spiral so just watch out for that and and as i say don't get caught with with your pants down uh, maybe that's why the barclay brothers are, are selling off the ritz like, who knows i mean I, I don't know but they've had a good gain they've made 700 million a gain uh, plus they've made profits on whatever they earn from from the ritz if you go there for tea i think you maybe pay about 75 80 pounds for an afternoon tea and what is an afternoon tea it's a few of these sandwiches with the edges cut off cucumber sandwiches and on a nice little tray of plates and a few cakes and a cup of tea. I don't know if you get a glass of champagne thrown in with that, but it's, you know, people love the tea at the Ritz. It, it is a nice experience listening to a chamber orchestra, etc. You know, if you have a glass of wine in the Ritz, it will probably cost you 15, 16 pounds. If you stay in a room, I, I'd imagine it would be several hundreds of pounds to stay in the Ritz. I've, I've eaten in the Ritz. It's very nice. But I wouldn't buy the Ritz for 800 million or 6 million a room. So let's talk about the word of the day. Now, this might sound 
obvious to most people, but capital gains. A lot of people get confused between capital gains and, and profits and income. Well, a capital gain would, would be what you make on the difference between what you pay for something and what you sell something for. So if you buy a property, for instance, for £100,000 and you sell it a few years later for £200,000, what is your gain? Well, your gain is obviously £100,000 and you would be taxed on that gain with capital gains tax, CGT, and you would pay tax on that gain. Now, this is nothing to do with what you've made on the rent because the rental income is taxed under a different schedule and you'd be taxed on rent you've made you know, you declare your rent, you claim expenses, but, you know, there's not many things you can claim, but you would pay tax on that that rent. But that's a different type of tax to the gain. Now, from the gain, you, you can usually knock off expenses. You can normally deduct expenses such as the buying and selling costs. So when you bought it, you may have paid stamp duty, you may have paid um, fees and surveyor's fees and that sort of thing. You can also uh, deduct things like you know, you've had to go in and, and spend a lot of money on the building, refurbishing it. You can usually deduct that. And then when you sell it, you can deduct cost of selling, like agent fees. And I'd imagine 800 million, an, an agent fee on that. What's that at 10 percent, 80 million, maybe 1 percent, 8 million, 2 percent, 16 million. It could be a lot of money. Well, the Barclay brothers would be able to deduct that 8, 10 million from the gain, so they wouldn't pay tax on the whole gain. That might be different in a limited company. It might be different where you've got offshore companies, but capital gains is a major one. And it's the same in a business as well. You know, you might buy a business for X amount and sell it for X amount. That's that's a capital gain. Shares as well. You know, if you buy a share today, you know, you buy a share in Apple and it goes up, then when you sell that share, you would pay capital gains tax or you'd be liable for capital gains tax. Now, in this country, you don't pay capital gains on the first, I think it's about £11,000 per tax year. So you can legally arrange your affairs to, to avoid paying too much in capital gains. So you know, if you had a, neck, a basket of shares and you wanted to sell them, uh, you might want to sell them in one tax year and, and pay a certain amount of tax on that, but use your exemption, your 11,000 exemption. And then you might want to sell them in the next tax year, which could be the next day or the next week, and sell that batch of them and then use your allowance in that year so that you use your allowance fully. Obviously, capital gains is a major factor in buying and selling things. There are ways where you can buy and sell properties without ever owning them and thus avoid things like capital taxes and things like stamp duty. But generally speaking, the capital gain is what you would pay, is, is the difference between what you pay for something and what you sell it for. So that's capital gains. I think in other countries you might call it something different, but it's the, it's the similar principle and, and most countries would, would tax this in, in some form or, or another. Uh, the tax system here is, is reasonably fair. It's not too high, as in some countries. But um, if we do get a Labour government, then they, they've pledged that they would put up taxes. That's not me sort of saying anything out of turn. That's a fact. That's what they would, would do. They'd want to put up taxes across the board to pay for other things. So that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you're looking at getting into property, you want to get into it, perhaps with with using other people's money or using different strategies or tools to buy property with none of your own money, then let me know, charles at charleskelly.net or drop me a line on uh, my Facebook page on, on Messenger. Okay, thanks very much. Thanks for tuning in, all, all the guys. I've, I've just waving to some of them here on Facebook Live. 
thanks for tuning in and thanks for listening on my, my podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and check out my website moneytipsdaily.com thanks very much bye for now thank you for listening to Money Tips for more tips and information visit moneytipsdaily.com The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 